parental discretion is advised. So, guys, this week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we discuss some weird stuff in wrestling. We talk about the Shield. We talk about the Ryback. Have a little healthy debate. And the McGillicuddy by any other name is just as perfect. Stick around. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. What? 370? 370? 370? I don't know. You're one tweeting at WrestleFan. We're here in the uh, Mayhem Studios <laughs> in Pittsburgh, PA. I'm here, Soratron, in studio. With me as well uh, in studio is Chachi, uh, following friends of the, 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 well, not of the show, but of the Sorgatron Media efforts. Uh, friend the, of the city. Friend of the city, Bill Peduto, is uh, running for mayor, and, and, and Chachi is not acknowledging anything because he's looking up the uh, numbers. I, 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 uh, voting is important. You're in mm. Voter Central tonight. Oh, it, it, it's important. Uh, it, you live in a democracy. Uh, people have died for your right to vote. That's right. So not voting is punching these people in the dicks. Exactly. No pride. Mm. No pride in your democracy. Hashtag. What? Hashtag Great Coley. Hashtag Great yes. Coley. <laughs> I don't, yes. I don't. I don't know. Um, also with us, uh, coming uh, his last night with us before he leaves on his technological vacation is uh, Papa Lunchbox. That's true. What Sork oh, says is true. No. I'm going into the wilderness There's... with with hiding her hair of uh, of uh, any kind of technology. No cell phones. No laptops. No iPads. No, uh, just my wits and and a bunch of pens and books that I'll try to read. Yes, I, I, we went over this a couple oh, weeks ago on Awesome Cast. You can look back uh, where where we talked about this idea of him kind of just detaching. So uh, and, and I'm very interested to have you back on after that to uh, see how you've survived and if you have a woolly mammoth beard. I'm gonna find I'm Bigfoot. will get you, and I'm gonna fuck him. Hmm. Also coming at us from Corpus Christi, Texas, where they fuck bears on a daily basis. Well, Wrestle fan. I don't. I don't know where you're getting your sources. Bears don't exist in Texas, or it's 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 legend. Um, Desert bears. Yes, it's the Wrestle fan here. A bear on your flag. It's Wrestling Mayhem Show Night, and I just want to say that I'm not from the Pittsburgh area, but I would vote for you, Bill Peduto, because your last name sounds like a Mexican dish. So. What? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And then and for something a little different, uh, we have the joining powers in one window of Bobby F. J-Town and The Riz. Uh, the Riz is not showing up entirely in video powers. form, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know what's the going on there. Powers. Why am I... Yeah, you're coming and going. What? So from yeah, from Johnstown and, and, and east of Pittsburgh, respectively, how you doing, guys? That's how I... That just caused the mega powers. Sword, that's what I do. That's what you do. I come and go. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll see how that works. I don't know if it's going to last the entire show, but it, we're, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, guys, it's if, a Wrestling Mayhem show. If we're missing by the end of the night, call the police. It's a Wrestling Mayhem show. Uh, you can go, come across all our stuff, all of our uh, articles and stuff at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blip TV, Roku, and YouTube. Uh, in wherever fine video and podcasts are distributed. 
You can also drop us a line so we can hear from you at Good Times. Good Times. Maybe we are getting a delay. WMS0 to drop a line. You can also buy the app WMS Gold Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold on your Apple App Store and the Amazon App Store as well in different flavors. You can get quick links to all that stuff we just talked about and just your easy access to and gold bonus material, which we'll have a preview. You can get the app in cinnamon flavored. You can get mint flavored. There's spearmint. There's. No? You said there was different flavors. Do not, do not buy the app in mint flavor. You don't like it. Mm. Mm. So let's get started with the show with the only way we know how with the fan mails. We have several, yet one. And Papa Lunchbox is going to take us through these. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's go on a fun adventure, shall we? Huh. It's uh, the, f- the first one's called WMS uh, Extreme Rules. Um, let's see here. Cody uh, Rhodes versus Miz was pre-show. Uh, Miz wins. Yeah, Jericho versus Fan. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut straight to the questions. Yes. Because we all watched Extreme Rules yes. or read the recaps. We're covered. It's it's okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate that that you're giving us a recap here. But we we totes saw it. So we're all we're all good on recaps. We do this show every single week. We watch stuff. We're 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 covered for recaps. But I, I definitely appreciate it. I will, however, highlights of the email. Um, he says, uh, "Fucking cockroach," which I support that pronunciation. Cockroach. Um, uh, FYI, I miss CM Punk. So do we, buddy. So do we. And uh, here's some questions. Um, favorite Extreme Rules pay-per-view moment ever? I have to say I enjoy Brock beating Triple H and blooding Cena. What? Is that, is that two moments? Oh, yes, I guess. It, I guess. It, it, it might be two of them. Yeah. Those so, are his favorite Extreme Rules moments ever. Okay. Okay. I, and I don't think one of those ever. was that Extreme Rules. Are we taking a pay-per-view? No, they or? both were. They would no. What? Yes, they were. When Brock had his first match back, like it was John Cena, and then the Triple H one. Yep, because that happened uh, two nights ago. Oh, he's talking about this time. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. All right. That's all right. Is he talking about this time? I guess so. I think so. You know, the problem is like, I like they 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 had like extreme rules moments. It's like, and a lot of it was like. I don't remember that being an extreme rules. Like they're moments, but I don't remember the pay per view as a thing. You know what I mean? I remember the pay per views mm-hmm. being good. Yeah, they usually are because they replace backlash. But still, um, but I can't remember like really a but, lot. From but still, them. my favorite moment has to be, and I think that's this. That's from this pay per view. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. And it's from TLC. Now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, and now here's the problem. Because I remember the time that uh, uh, John Cena pulled down the, uh, the the hanging chairs all onto That was TLC. Chairs. That was TLC? Yeah. Well, it was a Because TLC has the hanging chairs in the set. Okay, okay. Yes, but that was amazing nonetheless. I, uh, yeah, it was still amazing. I got, see, I don't... Uh, uh, the time Batista oh, got shut his up, Russell fan. I don't know. I don't know. What, do you guys have any? 
Russell fan? Um, wow, wow. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Karma doing her thing. She debuted in Extreme Rules. Really? In that match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was cool. That could have been cool. <laughs> okay. I, uh, Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. <laughs> what about you, Touch? I, you know what? This is going to be completely dumb, um, and you're all going to laugh at me, and okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Um, my favorite moment at Extreme <laughs> Rules ever uh, happened this year, and it was the addition of the light indicators on the ring post for the uh, the strap match. It's not the first time they've done that, though, I don't think. Where's no, it doesn't matter. It's pretty cool. cool. First time I've seen it. So you they haven't done it in a while. They did it for JBL and Eddie Guerrero. How this complicated uh, match works, right, Shosh? I, I knew how it worked before. I didn't realize that we needed fucking lights. But... <laughs> you know, Dusty Rose didn't need the lights. And Harley <laughs> but, Race and um, Great American Bash. It was just, it was funny watching the match because, all right, so... There was a spot where Sheamus was walking on the outside of the apron, Mm -hmm. touching all of the the corners, and the lights were going off. And this is like the third time that one of them had hit a turnbuckle to light up the light, and, and... Something would happen, and Michael Cole would be like, All right, now that they've broken it up, the referee has waved off the lights. Which means that each man will have to start over. The entire match. I'm like, uh... Hey, Mike, uh, you said that 45 seconds ago when Mark Henry hit the turnbuckle and then got punched in the face. Which is weird, and this is my problem with this match in general, was then <laughs> then didn't they, didn't he win after losing momentum when he ran into uh, Mark Henry? Yes. Really? Um, it, just, it, was just, it was weird. It, it was weird. It was an okay match for what it was. Listen, That's I don't right. care if they've done the lights or not before. <laughs> This is irrelevant. Yes. Uh, (laughs) This fact is irrelevant. The fact that if they had done the lights before, they felt the need that people are too dumb to understand how the match works and they need to bring back the lights. Did you you catch how much they were explaining how the match worked the week before? No. Yeah, like, like there was this, they were like, like this is how the match works. Hey, JBL, you were in a match like this. Tell us how it works. Yeah, they did the same thing with, like, a tornado match. Tornado tag match, which we had with the shield. Yeah. And everything, so. uh, They're so dumb and hilarious because it was so dumb. What about you, LB? My favorite Extreme Rules moment. Please say the lights. Happened at the very first Extreme Rules, 2009. Say the lights. (laughs) It was the lights. (laughs) (laughs) There was a match. Right about smack dab in the middle of the card. It was Santino Morella versus Vicky Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero in a handicap hog pen match. And damned if Santino didn't pull it out. Not a penis. I got to correct you. It was not Santino. It was Santina Morella. Uh, because it was for the Miss WrestleMania crown. That's I was getting to that. Wrestling hipster. I was getting oh, to that. Okay. Well, you fucking cut you me said... off. I'm sorry. Cut me off, son of a bitch. I'm sorry. Son of a bitch. You can disown me. No, 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 no. I disown no, you. No, that's that's all. You're no longer our friend. <laughs> what about you? I like I like that they had a tornado tag match last night. That was cool. You don't see much of those anymore. Yeah, ever. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all right. The end. Uh, what about you? But wait, there's more. Uh, what, what, what? I got one. <laughs> well, Bobby and Riz have something. Bobby? Bobby and Riz. 
I got one. Okay. Okay. Um, mine was from uh, Extreme Rules 2011. Oh, no. Um, do you remember when Edge had to retire? Yeah. And they stripped him of the title. And Del Rio won the number one contenders match and against – and then they had a battle royal determine who would face Del Rio. And Christian won. And Edge and Christian celebrated in the ring when uh, Christian won and became the um, 11th Grand Slam champion in WWE history. Nice. I, I look back on that and I, I wish they would do – Something with Christian, bring him back to TV and just have him become awesome again. So that that was one of my favorite moments from Extreme Rules. They already have someone that's awesome. You can't have two awesome people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can't have two awesome people on a wrestling show. (laughs) What about you, Riz? No. No? I want to keep it in the same year. Okay. And, um... It happened after the pay-per-view. Okay. John Cena gets up on the table and says the most American thing anybody has ever said. That did happen after Extreme Rules. The president has just announced that we have caught and compromised to a permanent end. That's right. Osama bin Laden. That did happen after the building just erupted. If there were ever a moment for a USA chant at a wrestling event, that was it. Yeah. He he could have like whipped out his dick afterwards. They would still be chanting USA. <laughs> they were, and it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else there, LB? There's more. Mm. <laughs> this next email is just called WMS oh. Extreme. Oh, by the way, it was me. It was me. It's at Big C fan of the fucking year. Take care, Mayhem Crew. All right. Okay. But wait, there's more. We will take care. What? Do we get a wax? Now? There's more. There is yet another email. <laughs> Ready for this? It was me. It was me. It was at Big PPC. Rose was pretty decent. Curtis Axel, great, great stuff. Nupal Heyman guy in the shield dominated things. Question. Who would you like to see as another Paul Heyman guy? Ryback or Tyson Kidd or Cassius Omno. Till next time, it's me, it's me, it's Big PPC. Shit happens at the work at double and sent in email late. Where were other emailers? It is what it is, Digital Lunchbox. I tried, I get points for effort. Take care, Mayhem Crew sent from my <laughs> There you go. So, oh, do, do we have to pick one of the three? Like, is that ever. I, I, I don't know if it was phrasing it that way, but. I think about anything would have been yeah. better than last night. I mean, the concept was there, yeah. but the squashing. Yeah. It didn't really so well, it, wasn't, it wasn't the choice that was it the bad they, part. They, What's that, Riz? Go ahead, Riz. He won. He won. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he lacked won. interest. Yeah, because, because he had kryptonite in his pants, <laughs> and everybody knows that. Triple H is allergic to kryptonite, and he just 
almost passed out. You all know Matt Stryker's the only one kryptonite in his pants. It's an hour. The only thing he can't ass kick is kryptonite. I yeah, I, I kind of wish it was RVD at this point. Really, any of those guys? I, 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 <laughs> really? At, at this point, yes. RVD. Like I'm a big. I yeah. used to be a big RVD fan, yeah. and I don't. I don't want RVD doing uh, anything anymore. I expected RVD actually. I think they have to bring in someone new. I, I said Christian. Yeah, this has to be like a. He comes I said back. Christian. I mean, because Paul does Paul Heyman really ride with this guy? Because I I just can't see them coming back and trying to justify everything that happened the week before. You know what I mean? I, I guess they'll yeah. come out and say, "Hey, he beat Triple H and everything," but I just can't see them doing much with him. And I can't. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope there's some like grand scheme. I'm not seeing. Every- that's going to be amazing. I can no. I can see if there was a face holding the like a, a lower title. Yeah, I can see that him going after yeah. the United States Championship yeah. or the Intercontinental Championship, but he's, he's doing nothing right now. You know yeah. what would have been perfect? I was thinking. When you started. God. I was ah, perfect. <laughs> um, no, I, I was I thinking. It. Why not? Why not have them go him go for the tag titles with another person? Maybe um, Teddy Biasi do something with him too. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, that, that's kind of how Teddy Biasi came in. Remember? Well, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm this new guy. I'm gonna right go now. for these tag titles, and that's how Cody Rhodes got recruited. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, they're not really doing anything. Like, I keep forgetting that McGillicuddy is a former tag team champ. Um, yeah, I would love seeing, like, Cashy Zono, or I, I don't think Cayman backing Ryback would have made much sense. Uh, even Tyson Kidd think, being repackaged. I think the point, of, the point of the Heyman guy thing mm-hmm. and Heyman's backing is that it's meant to elevate someone. Well, yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar was someone that was nobody, and then Paul Heyman elevated him to a certain point. Punk, it kind of happened the same way with it's, CM Punk. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, Punk was a guy that Paul Heyman being Punk was a guy that he elevated in the background, and that was that's what came out of like that real story, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, now we're like, okay, we're going to make a new Heyman guy, and we just made the like bastardized NWO with Shawn Michaels in it in, in the in the long run. It's the new. It's the new version of uh, the Bobby Heenan family. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just saying. Yeah. It's it's they're gonna get random people together and and link them all to one person. Maybe maybe just the, that's what they're doing. But it, it's also interesting though because they've never had even though they're Heyman guys and he comes out they've never had a like Brock and Punk in the same room. It'll that's fizzle always, in a month. That's always been interesting. I, I think I think it's too early to judge right now. Yeah, but, but it's, it definitely think, is. But I think. Especially after last night, it's, it didn't leave the best taste in my mouth, and I'm not extremely hopeful. It didn't taste like... <laughs> it tasted like some bearing of some work rate. <laughs> wow. And, and uh, one of you guys pointed out on the app later, actually, I think it's bad Mike pointed this out uh, on the Facebook, that the uh, complete burial of uh, Curtis Axel, uh, when he's like, "What? Did, who did I wrestle? McGillicuddy or something? Uh, yeah. when, uh, when, when they were talking to Triple H to try and make him come too, so... Yeah, fuck you, Triple H. Kind of a weird way to uh, end that, I guess. Does he have a concussion? Is that the word? 
Yeah. Is that what they're doing after somebody actually got that, was that a real for concussion? It? What's that? It's, it's just like Riz said last night. It works so well in TNA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That's our fan mail for this so week. We'll see uh, where this goes. We'll see. We'll see. Um, hey, let's go right into it. WrestleFan, uh, what's going on in Amateur Falling Down this week? This week in Indie Wrestling, it's the Indie Minute for this week. Uh, I guess the first thing I can talk about about is uh, Sorgatron Media was not there, but RWA had an event this past week. No, Sorgatron Media was there. It's just that these two members of Sorgatron Media weren't there. I mean, the, the, I mean, the the B team was there. I did get word. I, a little bit of the clips. I, I, I you know, I got to edit it here in this next week. But the clips I got to see so far. Uh, one, uh, much respect to Doctor Feelbad for uh, uh, putting up a collection uh, for Zima Ion for the show. Shima Zion uh, for Very his cool. stuff, and I, I think maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit here. Uh, probably in a round. Uh, maybe, maybe later in the round table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we go support Zima Ion. So that was cool. Um, the the Ryan. Mitchell Ryan Edmonds situation there is with the crowd is getting pretty insane uh, to the point where I, I caught again while I was uh, getting the tape sorted uh, at some point apparently the entire crowd got so excited they came up and started pounding on the side of the ring I thought there was a lumberjack going on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And the text I got from uh, uh, JP that did go out there says that was the best show I've seen. I was like, very cool. Wow. So I cannot wait to get this DVD together and find out what the heck happened. Uh, sounds like they had a lot of fun new guys there. Uh, so com. if you want to check out the latest, I think the, the results should be up there. And videos from the last show where there's a lot of fun fan interactions between these guys and the crowd. Uh, very, very uncensored. Very mm. uncensored. Uh, so it, last I knew, that's right on the front of their page. So go check that out, rwalive.com, and see what's going on. So, uh, awesome, what, awesome. what else is up, Russell fan? There is stuff going down in the world of Chikara, and it's crazy, guys. Okay. Uh, this past weekend was their uh, Tag World Grand Prix, their return of that uh, tournament that the, they've been holding. Uh, and it was a it was a very awesome tournament, from what I was told. Uh, two sh- uh, two shows in one day. Uh, the winners of the tournament were Jigsaw and the Shard, to co- collectively known as Pieces of Hate, uh, and they will be challenging for the Campeones de Parejas because of their win in that tournament. Uh, they will face 3.0 at their upcoming uh, eye pay per view uh, for those titles. But the big thing was the Grand Championship match: uh, Eddie Kingston taking on one Archibald Peck. Now there was going to be a lot of interesting stuff going into this match. Concerning Archibald Peck, the aspects of time travel and how uh, Eddie Kingston's Back Fist to the Future apparently sends Archibald Peck back in time and has uh, apparently caused a time rift of sorts in Shakara. What? Um, which is very interesting. It's it's long and it's complicated. I don't want to get too much into it. Uh, it's it's very it's very diverse and it's very you know you you'd have to follow Shakara for a long time to sort of get the whole story, which is amazing. Chikara is amazing at storytelling. Um, but basically, uh, near the end of the matchup, uh, it appears there were two Archibald Pecks. Uh, one that was on top of the, uh, the um, stage in the arena uh, in Chicago. Uh, eventually, the lights went out, and both Archibald Pecks were gone, uh, and the uh, match was ruled a no contest. And uh, Archibald Peck has actually been taken off of the roster page. Uh, for Chikara, so I have no idea what is going on there. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, I would encourage people 
who do not know about the, you know, the aspects of the time rift that's going on in Chikara, everything that is multifaceted with that, go and research some old Chikara stuff from, I would say, probably about last year. Uh, it's pretty amazing how in-depth it is and how the story is developing. And uh, it could really come to a head at their iPay-Per-View, uh, Never Compromise, their Anniversario event. Uh, you can get it at smvod.com. Uh, a lot of big stuff. Eddie Kingston defends the Grand Championship against Icarus. Uh, like I mentioned, 3.0 defend the Campeones against, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Pieces of Hate, Jigsaw and the Shard. Uh, and that should be an awesome, awesome event. So go to chikarapro.com to get your tickets for that event. And, uh, um, yeah, so the final thing I want to talk about is uh, Anarchy Championship Wrestling had their event this past weekend for prom. Uh, nothing is as real as a dream. The main event, uh, Evangelistico uh, def- uh, uh, successfully defending the title against Jessica James uh, for the World Heavyweight, uh, their World Championship. Uh, the big thing was they have announced the uh, last four or the first four names, excuse me, for their Queen of Queens tournament. Uh, current standouts: uh, Angel Blue and Barbie Hayden will be in that tournament, as well as a returning Sue Young and a debuting Leva Bates. So, uh, if you want more information for that event, you can go to AnarchyChampionshipWrestling.com. Go check them out. And uh, go support uh, the local Texas federations. And that, my friends, is the Indie Minute for this week. Excellent. Thanks, uh, WrestleFan, for that. A little quick look at the Indie Minute. Hey, if there's anything Indie that you think uh, we're missing out that you should be checking out, please go hit that email up. Good times at WrestleFanShow.com. Hit up. Let me me take my blur flight off. That was weird. Uh, Drop us a line. Tell us how great some of these places are. You know, uh, at the hotline and, and everything like that, or on Twitter at Mayhem Show and all the other places. Because uh, like, WrestleFan, especially, I know you you you'd look into all kinds of different stuff. I know you've been getting into AIW that's up at Cleveland. I know you mm-hmm. keep us informed on what's going on up there. Uh, There's great stuff all over the U.S. So, uh, and yeah. if you find something that's interesting and you want to uh, have it t- uh, talked about in the Indie Minute, definitely send it in for sure, and we will mention it. I mean, it's great that we have this here. That we do have like you know, there's us keeping an ear out on the Pittsburgh and the greater Midwest here. Uh, you know, sometimes over in Philly and stuff for our area, and then him down in Texas. So we are getting two different perspectives. But I know even in the chat room, we got guys out out in California. We got guys all over the place. I mean, I know mm-hmm. people listen from London. You know, what what, what wrestling is happening in, in, in England? You know, uh, yeah. so I mean, please let us know. We let. We, it feels like I know. It definitely feels like we do have like maybe 10 groups we talk about on here um so but it is like you never know you, this, this could be like i remember us going to iwc and we saw people there now all over wwe you know and tna mm-hmm. on tv every week and that's really cool you never know what's coming up next right so yeah definitely with that we're gonna go check out wrestling mayhem show gold uh what's going on on the app there uh check in what's Coming up, released now from uh, Sorgatron Mia with The Road to Super Indy. The latest from the Montreal Theory, and we'll be back with Remember When. Seriously, if Padutz wasn't running for for this nomination, then I I would have voted for Tattoo Guy. Hey, no, Padutz allows me to call him Padutz. No. Like, I don't think I want to take your candy. 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 Candy's very suspect. You do not deny free candy. So they had like these really Ooh, weird. Candy. I don't know. And I think in this uh, in this neighborhood, you don't take free candy. <laughs> this is I'm always me gonna out, call. Sorry. I don't care how old it gets. I'm always gonna call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Get your back to the front of the 
WrestleCon in Secaucus, New Jersey. Pandemonium is going on all around us. Pandemonium went on in Montreal, Canada, November in 1997, uh, when the screw job took place. There's been a lot of theories surrounding Montreal. I want to get some thoughts of some people at WrestleCon. Joining me right now is the uh, the Neon Ninja, the Aerosol Assassin. Facade. Say it in the mic. My name is Facade. I, I went through pained, uh, painstaking effort to not call you Michael. Michael, the bomber, suburban terrorist, aerial assassin, aerosol assassin, all that. That that is a soundbite for you. Now, you are someone that thinks outside of the box. Aren't I ever? You, uh, to quote Paul London earlier uh, when I talked to him, you're probably not even sure what the box looks like. Um, It's, it's, It's not a box, it's a cube. And it's, you can't see it, it's just there. Don't get me him. Don't get me and him and Kendrick all, all in the same room because we'll talk some crazy conspirat- co-conspirators. There's all kinds of craziness going on. The Illuminati, the reptoids, the reptilians. <laughs> so after that devilishly evil laughter, what do you feel uh, is the truth about Montreal? What is your individual theory? A job happened. I don't know if it's a screw job or another job. But whatever it is, it worked. It worked. But you know what? It's all about making money, right? It is. It made money. It and made you're making money. money now, too. I hope. If you want me to make money or just want me to end this interview, you can go to MontrealTheory.com. Look us up on Facebook. Purchase the Montreal Theory. Find out, were there reptoids in Montreal at that night? I don't really know. Facade seems to know more than me. Uh, there's, he, there's reptoids in Stamford, Connecticut, too. He, he's, he's creeping while you're sleeping. Uh, at some point, he'll probably be looting while we're shooting. So this is Facade. This is WrestleCon. MontrealTheory.com. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Time for a little segment we like to call... Remember when? So, guys. Um, oh, okay. I was going to say you skipped Chachi. Uh, so, guys. I couldn't see him over there. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter, at the Rust Fan, uh, you'll see as uh, the past recent days that I've been uh, spending some time watching some old Attitude Era Raws and Smackdowns. Uh, this is from circa, like, early 2000. Uh, and I gotta say, it's been some interesting stuff. Uh, and I dove upon the episode with one of the most awkward angles, quite frankly, in all of pro wrestling history. Uh, and that was, uh, Mae Young giving birth to a hand. Mm-hmm. The entire episode and all the lead up to it and all that stuff. Now, let me, let me say this, guys. I, I know everyone... Everyone talks about that moment and how, oh, it's so gross and funny. Old lady gave birth to a hand. Um, (laughs) That wasn't the worst part of it. That whole angle was fucked up from the beginning. (laughs) And I'm not talking, oh, Mark Henry impregnated an old person. 
you know, because get it, old people that are pregnant are funny. But, and by the way, Mark Henry and Mae Young, amazing chemistry. Very underrated. But all the things <laughs> that they let Mae Young do and had no regard, that was what made that angle horrible. She gets uh, angle slammed by Kurt Angle at one point while pregnant. And yeah, they sort of dwell on it, but they also move on to the next segment like immediately. Uh, she's drinking and smoking with the APA at one point without a care in the world. No one's really like saying, hey, probably shouldn't do that. Uh, she gets slashed at one point by Viscera and then comes back the next week and it's fine and she gets shoved by the Hollies and it's fine. Um, but the actual angle starts when uh, Mark Henry is facing Crash Holly for the hardcore title. And Mae Young gets in the ring and goes, I want to splash Crash Holly. And Mark Henry's like, okay. Like, he doesn't think, oh, my old pregnant wife is about to run and uh, splash this dude. I, I, no, no problem. In, in a world where... Uh, Mae Young splashing Crash Holly causes her to lose her baby. But Viscera, who they bill as weighing as 500 pounds, splashes her, <laughs> and she's fine. She's okay, guys. I I don't even know. I don't. And it was horrible because like they tried to stretch her out, and they were rolling her onto the stretcher, and Jr. had to be like, "No, don't roll her. What are you doing, you idiots?" And it was it was so bad, and there were so many puns, and everyone should be ashamed for themselves. So I want to know, guys, <laughs> what is the most awful angle that you remember, Sork? You know, I, I maybe not so like awkward, uh, just bad and cheesy. Can I go that way? Sure, why not? Because I mean, awkward that I had to sell, I had to believe in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember particularly a time. I believe it was Sting and Abyss refuting, <laughs> um, and they had. I think it amounted to, and this is my recollection, this thing amounted to basically a casket match, right? It was called a Last Rites match. Oh, but it was basically a casket match. Oh my god, I remember that. But the casket was lowered down onto the ring. And then Mm -hmm. to the point where they they got the motif going, that they had these really cheesy uh, uh, candelabra plastic electric things going on. Um... On the corners. Mm-hmm. Like they... And again, knowing that they're filming this, or the pay-per-view at Universal Studios, you feel like they stole these from the Monster uh, Ride set or something. Yeah. Uh, just... I just could not... Really? <laughs> I, I love how also, TNA had that era where uh, they tried to imitate and tried to play off like Japanese death matches, where they had like electrified uh, light tubes, like the candelabra thing. Oh, no, and, wait, like, wait, no, the worst was and, the electrified cage. And the electrified cage, which has been done before, but you can't do it in TNA in like a pay per view in the United States without looking it looking fucking cheesy. Yeah, 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 because they just dimmed the lights. They did the light, light and they made shocking noises come yeah. over the PA. Which really, is that yeah. any worse than uh, the Mountie with the shock stick in the long run? 
Yeah, but there's an illusion. Yeah, it's worse. It's there. worse. It's poor, poorly, <laughs> more poorly executed. What about you, LB? Um, well, there's... I can think of a few, actually. Um, w- w- one that, that um, was just uncomfortable to watch was the Lita pregnancy angle. But that was just because Snitsky, Snitsky is his face. Um, <laughs> the other one that was that was uh, uh, mildly uncomfortable to watch was Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero for custody of one of their children. Yeah, that was but weird. it was a good match. I love that angle. No, it wasn't really a good okay, match. They were okay matches. We remember them through rose-tinted glasses because when you think back to Eddie Guerrero, you think everything he did was the great. Latter, after the latter match was good. Because I remember, I I remember just like, wow, that was actually a good I remember it match. being not so good. I think Genuinely. I, I was going to say, I think it's on the latter matches DVD, actually. It is. I think you might be right. <laughs> anyway, um, genuinely uncomfortable, however... Um, was the uh, the old ECW angle between Raven and the Sandman, where oh. they brought his wife and his kid into it? Yeah. That was genuinely some uncomfortable shit right there. I think the most uncomfortable part about that wasn't even like the whole like sun converting thing. The fact that like they made it like Sandman's wife was like a crack whore and <laughs> was like still had like a son. Yeah, and the son was sort of being influenced by that. Like that was the fucked up part. Yeah, there was there was a lot of like just moments in that where you just like cringe and you're like, oh god, I just want this to stop now, please. <laughs> so that's that's mine, uh, Chachi. Uh, I can't I, I, honestly. I can't think of one um, off the top of my head. Um, I do know they exist, but I try <laughs> to push them out. I've heard they've existed. I, I, I tried to push them out. Like, when's the last time you were just like, really? Um, honestly? Yeah. Uh, the beginning of the We the People movement? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. genuinely That's awkward. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when that whole thing, when they were just like, go, mm-hmm. and brought it to Raw, yep, yeah, that was completely uncomfortable. You uh, know, you're right. That whole I, I situation feeling with that one. is still completely uncomfortable. But it works. It's yeah, always no, no. it's always yeah. gonna work. Yeah, but it doesn't make it right. No, no. <laughs> Just like the real thing, it doesn't make it right. I mean, people are listening though, and we're talking about it, so they're doing racism right. sells, bro. What? <laughs> racism sells, bro. It always does, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just super uncomfortable. Awesome. All right. With that, that's remember when. Thank you guys, and let us know your remember when's uh, again. Whoa. Oh. Oops. oh no! Mixer no! Mixer no! I think quick. I think we might have a power flash here, so this is exciting. So uh, before anything else goes <laughs> wrong, let's save this part of the episode and go to Mad Mike's Minute of Mayhem. Greetings, Mayhemers. It's Mad Mike once again with your Minute of Mayhem. Okay, so remember last week I said TNA was really good because they brought back Abyss. Guess what? Abyss wasn't on last week's show. TNA needs to get their head together. When you end a show with a really satisfying conclusion, like Abyss coming back, you should probably follow up on that. Granted, I love Joseph Park, but you can have both characters on the show. You you can. Or you can just 
continue with Abyss for a week and have Joseph Park sell the injuries that Tivon gave him. Anyway, um, so it would have made a lot more sense for Abyss to want revenge against Bully Ray since Bully Ray is the one to come out. Would have made sense for Sting to recognize this because Abyss saved his bacon last week and for Sting to give up his TNA title shot. But no. We get a bullshit stipulation that if Sting doesn't win, he can never challenge for a title again. Which means he's going to win. Most likely. That sucks. Um, anyway, on to Raw. <laughs> Alright, I'll do the three stars of the week before I talk about Triple H and his Shovel of Doom. Um, third star is for Paul Heyman for making me care about Michael McGillicuddy. At least a little bit. Second star is for Jim Johnson for making that awesome remix of Mr. Perfect's theme song. Again, making me care about Mike McGillicuddy a little bit more. First star, everyone involved in the six-man. Six-man tag team match was awesome. It was long, gave everyone a good moment, it had the right ending, and it was really well done, especially the shield taunting Brian the whole time, calling him the weak link. Now on to Triple H. You know the reason Brock Lesnar worked when he immediately debuted? Because right after he debuted, he destroyed both Hardy Boys. Decimated them. He powerbombed Jeff Hardy, I think, about four or five times. That's why Brock Lesnar worked. CM Punk, when he first debuted in ECW, he went on a little bit of a roll. He was undefeated for a while. That's why that worked. <sighs> Curtis Axel. A... Stupid name. Got a better one behind me. Two, um, what did he do? He showed up, he got slapped by Triple H, and Triple H dominated their whole match. Now, I know the dirt sheets are saying that Triple H is high on him, but didn't look like it. Anyway, we'll see what happens next week. Even if Heyman has Curtis Axel take credit for taking out Triple H, it's not going to mean anything. Remember when Sheamus did that? And Triple H came out within two minutes and destroyed him with a freaking sledgehammer? Yeah. Alright, well, let's spend a minute. Peace, bitches. Time, okay. Uh, they actually put an article up on WWE of 13 Paul Heyman guys. Really? Uh-huh. Hey, guys. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Sorry. Thanks, Mad Mike, for that minute of mayhem. And uh, some interesting thoughts there. Before we get to them, let's go to the Unwashed Masses, Russell fan. Yes. Comments from the Unwashed Masses for this week. These are comments sent out by one Bobby F. J. Town from the Facebook page from WWE. Just, just to remind you what the general wrestling fan is typically talking about on the Internet. Oh, boy. Uh, isn't that Mr. Perfect's son? Uh, comma, 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 Michael. His father was never a Hetman guy. Hetmans could have screw with his mind real good, comma. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, the second one. What a stupid question. It's clearly that he is noun other than Michael McGillicuddy. He is noun other. And the final one, which is actually a good point if it wasn't spelled horribly. Uh, how many times WWE makes wrestlers fight with same persons? Question mark. Please change the opponents, otherwise it would rather result in losing the interest. Dot, dot, dot. So obviously this person's sick of seeing uh, Randy Orton uh, take out Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm kind of sick of it too. Yeah, yeah, so... So it sounds like that's that's a hey. So so the unwashed masses are noticing. So maybe somebody should do something about that. Maybe so maybe we will do something. So going to the thoughts. Okay, we we already touched a little bit on Kurt Axel. Yeah, fuck um, you, Triple H. <laughs> no, seriously, Kurt Axel could be something. Fuck Triple H. At least you know I think it's the thing they need to do for him. Uh, at least the name change, a little bit of a redress, a little bit you know. But let him. I mean, Mr. Perfect came in, and he was perfect, right? Uh, yeah. He didn't get squashed for a while and then come up, you know? Uh, you know, Bruce Lee came in and started destroying people. And now it, yeah. now he's destroying people and dancing, you know? I, you don't do anything for these guys by just slamming them. I'm great he got a match with Triple H, but, you know, really, <laughs> in the long run, what, what are you going to do with this thing? You know? yeah. Even when people are saying, oh, well, he beat Triple H. And, yeah, they may play on that and Paul Heyman may be like, he beat Triple H. It's a start. But but Triple H had his old, oh, I have amnesia or concussion or whatever effect. And they didn't show Kurt the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, well, it was yeah, all about Triple minutes. H. The focus was entirely on him. Yeah. Well, of course. He's this. Uh, um, I'm going to call him McGillicuddy because I've already forgotten his new name. He's he's a, a relatively new face, and this is his new being a face again thing. The focus is going to. I'm sorry, heel, heel, triple. The focus is going to be on Triple H, and him getting this screwy win over Triple H is going to let them build a longer program. Triple H will come back, and they'll go back and forth. And he doesn't even have to go back and and, and fight with Triple H. See, that's the thing. But I don't think they're building a program with those two. Uh, the, my big worry was that them bringing in Michael McGillicuddy back in was a means to get to Triple H versus Paul Heyman or a means to get to another Triple H Brock Lesnar match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to another topic here. Now, he brought up TNA, and interesting that Abyss is back. I haven't watched TNA since I saw it live here in town. Uh, I haven't watched so, this week. I, well, I am more put off and put off again by the background stuff. Uh, a friend of the show we mentioned earlier shima zion zima ion uh there was a, a incident where he actually uh they got he, he got they took him to the hospital uh he was i guess vomiting uh several times and ended up having apodectomy uh and of course they found uh a tumor so uh so he's gonna have that uh taken out of a, what they call it, a biopsy is that right i think so um and, uh, you know, we don't know if it's cancerous or anything yet. So, uh, but in the meantime, uh, you know, this is the scary thing. He doesn't have insurance. Mm-hmm. And this is where the breakdown happens for me. That a guy like this who's on TV, you know, from week to week, you know, uh, more or less, right? He's uh, been there for a good amount of time. And he's he been on has TV been there a good amount of time. 
he has been there for a good amount of time and you just think like why is you know maybe it's a choice thing where he's not doing insurance you know some people do that but uh but I guess at, this is apparently his girlfriend set up this page on GiveForward.com uh, where you can donate and help him out. Uh, they're trying to raise $30,000, I guess, to help out with the bills. I guess that's probably the estimate or whatever. He looks so happy there, though, in the uh, when it slows here, uh, in the... <laughs> In the in the hospital bed, so that was a great flattering picture of him. Uh, so I, and they're not doing bad. I mean, they're only a few days in. They already have five thousand of the thirty thousand. It's been getting around to all the wrestling sites and everything. Uh, I, I kicked a few bucks in there, and you know maybe I'll kick some more. Uh, but I mean, he, he's a friend of the show, uh, real good guy for, from here locally. So uh, you know, guys, you know, go. go. Don't toss a couple bucks in. Toss a buck in. You know, anything else. Uh, Especially for something like this. And and, and I hate that we see this so much. You know, how many times have we had to have, uh, uh, you know, things to help Sabu with his medical bills? Who who else came up recently that they they were having a benefit to help him with his medical bills? Um, It was was somebody else that was like, Omaga was another, not Omaga, um, Kamala was another one. Come on, well, yeah. Well, they had a benefit for him because he had he, he actually had to have part of his leg removed. Yeah. Um, so and, and and it's even sadder. And you know, obviously, you know, we are you know know Shima, and we know you know what he's been through. But even if you don't know Shima, even if you don't, even if you don't donate to this cause, you have to admit that it is a very sad thing that somebody that is wrestling on television every week, somebody mm-hmm. that is on the number two company in the country, whatever you want to think about them, they are the number two and they can't cover this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, just thinking about like, and then, and you know, Grant, you know, it's a very unforgiving sport and it's not like it's, uh, it's not like it's he got injured in the ring and they're not taking care of him. But still, it's, right. it's, it just seems like there should be a little bit more done, you know. Yeah. Um, well, even if, even if it's the, not done on their behalf, but the fact that, you know, the pay is to a point where he couldn't, you know, afford this. Like, it's it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, and this goes to the other thing. I mean, like I said, they had a good conversation with uh, Daphne at WrestleCon talking about that whole situation. I mean, she got hurt on the job and, and gave us, like, a really good moment out of it, right? Like, you know, what, didn't she get hit in the head with a toaster or something? Like, was something crazy like that? Uh, toolbox, yeah. It was a toolbox, that's right. Uh, you know, and, and I thought it was like, that's, that really stinks. Because, I mean, you, that was, that was you know, a, a moment. You know, it, it, we all remember it. And, and that, you know, you got hurt from it and nobody stuck up for you. That just seems really yeah. really really shitty you know and, and it's a it, we we want there to be a number two company we kind of want to support tna in the long run right mm-hmm. we want there to be competition but when they do things like this and show us that in some cases this company is worse than the lowest indie company you yeah. know uh, there just, needs to be a new there needs to be a new number two there needs to be but is there gonna be a number two or number three that's actually going to take care of their people and be a respectable company you know, you, you can see whether WWE is respectful or not, uh, you know, up, all up and down. But look how much money they put in for rehabs for people that don't, haven't worked there for 20 years. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you don't I don't think uh, when people get hurt, you know, injured, they, they, they send them their papers and that's it. You know, I'm pretty sure they take care of them pretty good. Uh, exactly. Or, built or at least or at least they're getting paid enough that they can handle this. The jobbers get 
probably around six figures, right? Or high high fives at least, right? They mm-hmm. they built a rehabilitation center in Florida. Yeah. Exactly. But well they're in the process of building, but still exactly. They're 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 creating like this club med for, for the wrestlers or something, right? right. I mean it's, it's a rehab and it's training, right? Um yeah. that's tremendous. It, it, that they that they all have this place that they can go to that's that's very like an in-house doctor, you know. Um, hey. half of them live in Florida anyway, so that that works out too, I think. Hey, so. while you're rehabbing, why don't you go train these new guys? Yeah, exactly. It works twofold. Well, yeah, that works out. There's more exposure for the new guys. You know, run into uh, uh, Randy Orton when he's injured again, and uh, from pounding the mat, or, or from pounding the mat. Uh, what can Randy? What can Randy Orton teach a uh, young NXT wrestler other than uh, let me pin you? Let see. Okay, if you want to poop in the gym bag. <laughs> You got to be very sneaky. Make sure nobody's watching. Undertaker is really good for covering it for this one. If you have a finisher, hit it out of the same place every time, but say that it's out of nowhere. Never, (laughs) never poop in Caitlyn's gym bag because then she won't stop calling you. It's not for what you think. Do it during the main event because everyone's gathered around the monitors watching. Or an early Ryback match. Yeah. They could give uh they could give Rey Mysterio a permanent room. <laughs> Just hang out here. It's like Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the unbelievable. We know you're going to be here anyway. Just just go to your fucking room. We'll send the nurse up with your jello. <laughs> go, go to your fucking room. Wait, wait, hold on, right? Wait, you're going to the bathroom. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me book the flight. Hey, Ray's walking. Call call the airport. Send him to Florida. Amazing. So yeah. Uh, what else did he touch on there? So we got we got uh, actual, extreme rules happen. Extreme rules happen. We talked a little bit about that. I thought it was an all right show. It definitely turned out a lot better than I expected it to be. So John Cena's dead. Mm-hmm. That happened. That's cool. um, yeah, that'll happen. The only thing I don't like about that entire situation is that they made it so that Ryback kept his status. That's how they do it. You just because you want Ryback to lose his status. I do. Like I, I WWE did it right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena couldn't drop the belt, and he couldn't beat Ryback <laughs> in a last man standing match. Okay, these are these are truths that needed to be faced. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, they did the right thing. But uh... are you going to beat him in an ambulance match? Yeah, I don't think you can fake that one out. But nobody gets pinned. I mean, that's the other great thing. Nobody yeah. gets pinned, right? I mean, all you have to do is get to the guy in the ambulance. I mean, Ryback is hungry. Throw a Big Mac in that bitch. He'll crawl in there. <laughs> if you call McDonald's, they'll get a they'll get thirty McRibs and put them in that ambulance. I bet you Ryback crawls his ass in as soon as the bell rings. Ch- Chachi, yeah. I want to I want to have a serious discussion with you since you haven't been on the show in a long time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So what, honestly, the Ryback stuff now, what do you think of it? Besides it sucks or it's good, just why? Why do you think and what is your thoughts? Uh, uh, The whole heel thing is a lot better than the whole uh, super popular face out of nowhere thing. Okay. So you're kind of digging this. Well, I mean, it's... In comparison. Comparatively. 
It's the shinier of two turds. Oh. Oh. So, while it's better than this whole feed me more, I'm super popular because I'm a roid head, it's still a pile of shit. Yeah, okay, okay. I noticed it was not the top of the car last the other night. Right. <laughs> and, and and granted, okay, first off, yeah, that's fine. It's not the top of the card. I understand. We need um, we need a match between two ass kickers. Yeah. Why? Why? Why did uh, Brock and Trips have to be the main event? Because uh, they're the best, dude. Because they're the lesser of the three main matches at <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> so we had to add a cage. <laughs> they're, they're the shiniest of three turds. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are the shiniest turd. Get in the ring. You're main eventing. There you go. No, I, and I, I didn't watch Raw last night. I fell asleep. <laughs> um, I was like, in, I was like in a waking sleep as did I watched they, it. Did they let Shield keep all three belts? They kept all they three did? belts. Yes, okay. and they, they had a and they had a bomb ass match. Yes, okay, they did. Yes, fine. they did. What we think about that Shield? I mean, the fucking uh, amazing. The internet's on fire on this well, one, right? It's not. Oh, hold on, it's not the internet. They are being booked super, super competently, and I yes. love it. They're being booked as strong guys that are actual threats. They're winning matches not by cheating. Like, it's perfect. They're, They're doing threat. everything right with a shield. They're a threat. They're what something like an NWL or an Aces well, Ace it, should it, be. It's, it's the faction that we've been missing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's an actual faction. It's not a Dolph, AJ, Big E. And the cool part is... It's Which, not. It's not somebody being latched onto them like a Paul Heyman or something to bring these guys up. Right. They by themselves are bringing each other up as a unit. Now I think yeah. you're starting mm-hmm. to see who the breakout's going to be with this. Obviously they put, or maybe this is just because the two of them kind of look the same. Uh, I, I think that's what it <laughs> is. It's more right. like that. I, I think out of the three of them, you give Dean the singles title because he's mm-hmm. the leader of it. Yeah. yeah. And then you give the other two, whose names I don't remember, and I don't plan. Seth Rollins and Roman yeah, Reigns. I, I, don't, I call him Tyler Black the other day. I, was, I, I, was I don't plan on up. remembering their names. They're the Shield. Um, yeah, That's all you need right. to know, right? Um, you, you give the two minor guys the tag team titles because you, clearly in factions you have to have a leader. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you're not going to give the leader a tag title that you don't care about. Mm-hmm. So instead, you give them the United States Championship that you don't care about. And think about that. <laughs> they beat he, they beat collectively, uh, you know, two world champions in the tag team match. Right. In the long run, they beat Kofi, who's had those belts, you know, how many times? He's a long-standing guy. I mean, he's nothing to sneeze at, you know. Um, yeah. And a pretty decent match, you know, in both cases, I think. Um, you know what? Um, Dean Ambrose impressed the shit out of me. Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't think he could have the match with Kofi Kingston that he had at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and as much as, you know, I'm the indie guy, I was never really sold on John Moxley. Yes, slave name. Um, oh, but he's... Go ahead and finish you. Go ahead and finish this, but we're going to come back to this. Yeah, but he was. But he he's improved so much. He's not just that indie darling anymore. I think he's very well rounded, and I agree with you that I think Dean Ambrose is obviously the leader of the group, and it's it's definite that he is. But Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns of all people are freaking holding their own. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. No, that I, I know, but I'm just. I'm just. I'm also, just out. I, before I, I bring up my pet peeve of the week, <clears throat> I have a minor pet peeve. Uh, can someone tell me why the big guy needs help picking up someone for a power bomb? <laughs> can someone? Can yeah. someone? No, 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 the whole, no, I think the whole point is that all of them are pushing down, and that's the bigger force. And that's why it's a superpower. Listen, wrestling moves don't have to make physical sense, okay? The fact that three people are doing them, their Captain Captain Planet powers are combining for an uber powerball in the long run. Okay. Um, Here's my huge pet peeve of the week. Uh, First off, it's not... it's, It's extremely offensive, Okay. And secondly, it's dumb if you break it down and think about it. But we need to stop referring to people's WWE names as their slave names. Why? <laughs> take that. You take first that off, off, first, first Lunchbox off. Lunchbox came up with it. First off, um, it's extremely offensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Why am I defending this? This is Lunchbox defense. Secondly, these people all willingly made a choice to sign very lucrative <laughs> contracts <laughs> to wrestle for the top of their 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 career. Okay. Alright, what about TNA? Can we call those slave names? That's more accurate. <laughs> That's true. Well, most of the time in TNA, they're using their own names, which, by the way, is an option in WWE if they want to do it. Okay. Well, is it there? Let's see my eye on I don't think he's even real big on that name. <laughs> that, it, I, if they do change their names, it's because the company wants to own it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's fine. I understand that. But that's still a choice they made willingly when they signed the very lucrative contract with the company that's at the top of their career. I don't know. When the Dudley boys went over, did they, were they like just kind of, ah, we're not going anywhere else. Just, you're all that's left. Right. Was that, is that what happened? Either that or they had a really good agent. Or a bad agent at that yeah, point. Sure. They didn't get to keep Dudley Boys. Oh, okay, yeah. They didn't do the Team 3D. Well, Remember that bullshit? Well, well, there's some that did get to keep their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends. It de- definitely depends. So, but uh, I, I think in the case when uh, uh, <laughs> when your intellectual property is owned by a company that gets bought out by a company, and such as ECW getting bought out by WWE. Yeah, and I think that was part of it too with yeah. a lot of those guys. So I, I think when that happens, they're just like, oh no, we own that name. Yeah. That, that's a trophy for them. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately we need to stop referring to it as a slave name because it's dumb on so many levels. <laughs> Lunchbox, do you want to respond to that? I know you're the proponent of the slave name. Um, I could I could make an argument about um, uh, about how the, the wrestlers in WWE are mistreated. I could make an Oh, we got a pause. Uh-oh. Oh, no, he's having a stroke. No, he can't make that argument. Oh, <laughs> he's not having that argument. He's not allowed to make that argument. I... The internet says no. The internet says, says you go with that idea. Uh, if you want to get back to that, can we talk about one thing that's sort of interrelated? That Hold whole... on, let me respond to the comment that he can't finish. Um, horribly mistreated my ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, as, okay. as, as Sorg said, at least five digits, and I'm pretty sure accommodations are, uh, <laughs> are set up for them. I don't think at least. Uh, no, no, actually, they do their own booking, I believe. 
um, the only weekend where their their uh, booking is not covered is or is covered is WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, that's when they buy everybody well, still, else and everything. They get they get upper f- the upper five digits. Yep, there he goes. <laughs> so uh, maybe he lost power. I don't know. Horribly him. mistreated my ass. Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, can we talk about uh, something that's sort of interrelated to that whole owning someone's name sort of thing? Okay. Because uh, there were a couple releases this weekend. Uh, right, some uh, developmental names. Uh, Briley Pierce, who is the brother of Dolph Ziggler. Uh, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, Audrey Ramari, uh, which, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Sakamoto, sorry you're not getting shipped by Tensai anymore. We don't need you. Um, speaking, one, speaking of horribly mistreated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the big, big one, uh, WWE no longer, uh, employs one Derek Bateman. Derek Bateman? Mr. Tout? I, the Tout I, man uh, himself? USA guy. Huh? You, does, am I the only one that knows about USA guy? I don't know about USA what? guy. Oh my God. What's, oh. what's up with the USA guy? USA guy was a gimmick that he was trying to push as a thing, and like, it's 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 just sad because the the whole idea of the whole creative has nothing for you thing, it's bad because creative has nothing for the people that are actually creative. Mm-hmm. That's the problem in it all. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like Derek Bateman wasn't pitching ideas to these people. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Elby? I was gone. I <laughs> just <laughs> reconnected. Because even Google Hangout said that your argument is invalid. It said, peace. Fair enough. We'll stop calling them slave names. Chachi wins. So That's what are your thoughts on Derek Bateman? I don't know who the fuck Derek Bateman is. That's because my you're thoughts a horrible on Derek person. <laughs> wow. I'm a horrible person because yeah. I don't follow unpopular wrestling. I desperately yeah, apologize, so wrestle fan, because it I don't so, know so or give a fuck who Derek Bateman is. Ugh. Wow. Wow. If you want me to know who Derek Bateman is, lobby to get him on Monday Night Raw. I watch Monday Night Raw. That is what I have time to watch in my life. You know, in my world, and in the perfect world of professional wrestling... You're in fucking college. You got nothing but time. (laughs) You got nothing but time. You got time and money to go to indie shows and watch all the wrestling you want. I watched shitloads of wrestling when I was in college. Just fuckloads. That's when I started going to indie shows. I can't do it anymore. NXT is not an indie show. I don't get what anyone says. What's NXT? Wow. You are all, you are so all much horrible people. So much anger. All, all right, guys, let's wrap it up. I, I want to know what you guys learned from wrestling this week, because I know I just learned a lot. Um, what about a wrestle fan? What did you learn? You, you had some experiences. Holy fuck. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> After all of that, we broke I, him. I, I learned that WWE can be really fucking stupid sometimes as far as who they decide not to employ. Because JTG still has a job, and so does Kurt Hawkins, and fucking Ted DiBiase. Baffling. It's fucking baffling. All right, all right. I'm a Papa Lunchbox. What did you learn from the only wrestling you watch Monday Night Raw? Um, <laughs> that the only wrestling I watch hasn't been interesting enough to keep my uh, attention till the main event for months. 
Really? Well, it's a three hours. If I stay, if I stay till the end of Raw, it's because hangout. It's because I'm hanging out with people and hang out, and that's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, that's what they should be doing. Put instead of that app. Yeah, fuck that app. They do have um, actually uh, hang, WWE Hangouts on Thursdays. I'm always doing something when they cop up. I always get invited on Google. Plus, so uh, Riz learned that voting sucks, and the reason why is because Randy Horton is a stupid pirate hooker. Mm-hmm. Bobby F. J. Town learned that Matt Stryker may or may not be helping to get Curtis Axel over. Did you watch the backstage follow-up video? I have not yet, uh, but we'll take a look at that. Uh, so, uh, how about you, Chotty? What you like? I learned two things. Okay, uh, one, uh, Paul Heyman guy is defined as someone that Paul Heyman thinks he's responsible for discovering. Hmm. Hold on, I gotta sleep a robot over here. That's interesting. Okay, and? And two, that WrestleFan wants us to care about some wrestler who was trying to push a gimmick that was called Mr. USA in a time mm-hmm. where a Mr. USA gimmick wouldn't work because he would automatically have to fight uh, Jack Swagger, and that would be terrible. One... It is USA guy, not Mr. USA. And two, uh, yeah, him versus Jack Swagger would be fucking amazing. Fuck you. Uh, no, it wouldn't, because Jack Swagger is the American-American already fighting the Mexican. You would have two Americans fighting each other because one's a Democrat and one's a batshit crazy Tea Party member. So what? Jack Swagger was feuding with Dolph Ziggler, sort of. Just because he's not from another country. I thought I was. I was just hoping that at some point they would just pull out that Dolph Ziggler was from I don't know Hawaii or something. I thought they were. I thought they were going to pull out the fact that he was in a uh, interracial relationship. Face it. Face it. <laughs> what? I would, you know, just yeah, face AJ's it. something. She's she's something not a, not white. Wow, I'm sure. Just face it. You're pissed off because <laughs> WWE released yet another just a normal wrestler with oh, nothing special. Shit. I will fight you, Tachi. I, I swear to God, I will you call Derek Bateman a normal wrestler. I, Fuck you know, that. Tachi, no, Tachi, no, Tachi, no. Tachi, listen, listen, guys, listen. Let's, uh-uh. let's calm it down a second. Let's calm it down a second. The reason WrestleFan is so behind Derek Bateman. Remember back in the day when we started going to these indie shows and we seeing these guys and we're like, man, that guy, I wish he was doing something from WWE. And now we got CM Punk and we have Daniel Bryan and we have Cesaro and we're like, I remember that guy. Like, that's what WrestleFan has with this Derek Bateman. But hey, he chilled hey, in. Hey, Sork, Sork, Sork. What? Guess what? Hmm. Guess what? I never watched the deviant Michael Hutter on the indies. No, I no, never no, no, saw no, one no, of his no, matches. No, 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 no. But, but I, I'm just saying NXT. WrestleFan, you got, you got to relax. He's on your side. NXT. Sork is on your side here. NXT is kind of the same situation, though. I, uh... Like, like he's halfway there because he's signed, but he's still not going anywhere. But he was doing amazing things on NXT that were very entertaining. I for with him ball. and the now Fandango and Caitlyn, it was it was it was and, and him and, Br- and him and Daniel Bryan. Watch that shit; it was amazing. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was fun stuff. It's like the best kept secret because nobody watched it. I have a rebuttal. Uh, your rebuttal? Uh, if he's such a great indie wrestler, there's a place for that. I never said he was a great indie wrestler. 
Well, apparently there's something about the guy that you want to put his dick in your mouth. It wasn't about the wrestling. It yeah. was about the segments. It was about like the fun stuff he did. Like the reason we started liking Zack Ryder because he did oh. something interesting. And don't forget the. And I know that you say fuck Zack Ryder and stuff, but I mean, yes, you have your hand up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Man with the hat. Can you? Can you? Please kindly remind me what WWE stands for. World Wrestling Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And what was it before that? World Wrestling Federation. Okay. Now, I want you to do me a favor. Do, well, yeah. All right. Say yeah. the first one again. World Wrestling Entertainment. And say the second one again. World Wrestling Federation. What two words do those things have in common? World Wrestling Boom, there you yeah, go. Because Derek Bateman never wrestled, and Derek Bateman wasn't a good wrestler. You're not saying that. You're saying they should keep he him was, based on his fucking segment. Sorg is saying that. Sorg is saying that, not me. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm saying that. I think that's why Daniel Bryan's still around. He's great in the ring, but he, he's entertaining in the backstage. Exactly. He's he entertaining. Both. He has that, That's the don't point. Words you can see if the wrestler fan, you should write an article for the Mayhem Show website. I don't know. I don't agree with it. <laughs> and yeah. How is he still more popular than our truth? And once again, the Riz is, is the answer. What? what part of JTG is wrestling or entertainment? I just got a trading card of JTG, and I don't know how I feel about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I hope you had fun here. I hope you had something to say. I've got one last thing to say. <laughs> and this is your last bit before departing this is, to the woods that you may not even come back to same man or know what wrestling or may actually know what Derek Bateman is. Maybe you'll know what NXT <laughs> is after this. That's No, because I won't be around to television. Listen, <laughs> wrestle fan, sorry for getting upset. I'm very tired. I'm having network issues, and I need to go on vacation. I'm sorry for shouting. I'm sure Derek Bateman is a very talented wrestler. And if you send me some DVDs or even just write an article about him, I promise I'll read it. Okay. That's all. Okay. Oh, okay. Guys, Wrestling Mayhem Show, go check us out, <laughs> WrestlingMayhemShow.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blip TV, Roku, and YouTube. Uh, good times. WrestlingMayhemShow.com forward to 206WMS0. And of course, please buy the act WMS Gold, uh, where we talked about Pittsburgh politics a bit. So if you want to see what that was about, uh, <laughs> iOS and Speaking Amazon of Pittsburgh app stores, politics, yes. Here's a fun fact for you uh, there has not been a Republican mayor in the city of Pittsburgh since the Great Depression. Well, there you go. That's your fun fact. There you go. Chachi. Yeah. And Chachi says he's doing, a little still something. doing the Chachi 20. Yeah. Go win fabulous prizes. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Somebody not won for a while? Is that what's happening? No, I just haven't been giving away stuff. Oh, okay. All right. I went back to the roots. To the roots. Because I can't afford to keep giving away prizes that I have to ship out and pay for Well, all you the time. can give my digital prizes. Yeah. And so, uh, it's a niche market. It's a niche market. Yeah. At Sorgatron is me. Go talk with me. Uh, join us. Hey, I'll be out uh, Thursday night at Latitude 40 here in Robinson, uh, helping film the chair shot reality with WrestleZone.com, including Mr. Mark Madden with his sweet uh, WCW-worn uh, Hawaiian shirts. DJ Lunchbox, he's going to the woods, so don't even try tweeting him in the next week and a half. I'm it's sending true. him all I'm the I'm at ThoughtfulRiot.com, and I'm at DJ Lunchbox on Twitter, and if you need me in the next week, don't. Man, you're going to have so many awesome ats while you're gone. Uh, I'm I setting. So. I am setting a daily reminder 
to send you something ridiculous now. When are you coming back? <laughs> Thank you, me too, yeah. I'll, I'll be back on Sunday. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I, I'm sending a daily reminder to send you a ridiculous fucking tweet. I thought though. you were leaving for like 10 days. <laughs> Every day. Wait, what? I thought you were leaving for like 10 days. No, that, that guy in the article that we talked about did it for 10 days. I can oh. only get a couple days off of work, so. So you're doing like four or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestle fan. He's in Texas somewhere. I don't know. I'm in Texas. It's- Go follow me at the Russell fan. And also, if you want to uh, hear my thoughts in uh, tight form, go to WrestleFanRights.com. I'm going to hear your written words. Yes. Go there. Um, that's it. Wrestling Man Show. See you next week. We're out.